Welcome everyone back to the Out of Context podcast for May, the month of May. And to peel back the curtain a little bit here, I am Adrian, otherwise known as Walker AC, and I'm not going to say it. I'll just say, welcome to the show. Because if I do my normal shtick, it's going to upset someone in the group here. We're not going to do that because she wants variety, even though new listeners will come in and they won't hear the shtick that they tune into. So, my friend, and she is my friend, welcome to the show, Ashley Majestic. Welcome, Ashley. How are you doing? I'm being, I'm, I'm being vanilla today, so just welcome aboard. Okay. First of all, we're all going to have complaints, or it's, it's criticism, constructive. So you're saying if we have somebody new hopping aboard, you know, the Out of Context show. So if we, they know that we have different intros every single time, they're going to want to listen to other episodes. They're not just going to start from this point and move forward. They're going to miss all the really great episodes we recorded, like the Kinks and Fetishes, uh, where we had a couple other guests and the whole gas station dildo conspiracy. Like, it, like there's a lot of episodes that have been missed. <gasps> okay. Oh, Hold no. on. Yeah, continue. Oh, no. <sighs> Now, see, for the new listeners to the Out of Context show, we just talk randomly about a lot of things. And also, we have very special people pop in and out of the show that really mean a lot to us. So, without further ado, and of course, you see this in the description below, you will know that another fellow podcaster that will pop in, he is the co-host of Cereal and Beer. Welcome, Kevin Yu. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Word up. Yeah, that's for all the old people out there. You old millennials? Yes. <laughs> oh, you were talking about Adrian, huh? <laughs> you know, in general. No, it's okay. You can mention Adrian by name. It's fine. I do it all the time. I like to think of us as the Golden Boys. Yes, it's exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, we're the old guys that scream at clouds and reminisce about you know dial-up phones and stuff like that. Be jealous. Mm-hmm. Those Nokia's, man. <laughs> Okay, I'm not that young. I know Nokia's dial-up, ported phones, playing outside until the streetlights came on. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not that new to life. Just want to throw that out there. Nice. So, but, yeah. so Kevin, with the Out of Context podcast, is we talk about anything and everything under the sun. So I'm giving you a little 30-second filibuster on Ashley Majestic. She's been my co-host for a couple of years now, and what things about her, she's very random. We'll talk about anything derogatory, disgusting, sexual, stuff like that. So you just have to kind of follow her lead, and occasionally have to reel her back in because she'll just talk and just go any which direction. And yeah, the wheels will fall off. The train will fall off the track. We will plow into a gaggle of nuns, and we'll go down in a fiery ball of flames. So, Oof, that's why she get a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I am very hard to keep up with um, and one of the things that have popped into my mind speaking of flashback episodes there is now a routine something that must be done every time um, well you know you've been you've been part of Adrian's podcast and vice versa but you have not been part of the out of context show and with out of context, whenever we have a new guest, there must be a question oh, no. to be asked. A debate to okay. be settled. No. 
don't don't ask questions don't try to make sense of it just take it as it is here we go all right you're in a gas station mm-hmm. it can be 7-eleven can be uh wawa race drive you just think about whatever gas station you want mm-hmm. all right you're walking around minding mm-hmm. your own business mm-hmm. you're where you're you have a device inserted into you, a dildo, we would say, and it falls out and lands on the floor and it picks up any residue of the dirty gas station floor. Do you pick it up or do you leave it there and walk away? You see, I'm a, I'm a genteel person. Of course I pick it up. I turn it off, maybe, you know, put it into a baggie and be like, oh my, how uncouth. And, you know, dispose of it and then call it a day okay that's a different that's a different take because adrian's take was um he would pick it up wash it off for it to be reused again uh because why waste money yeah they don't just grow on trees i mean they can would you want a wooden one no well, there, there's you people, go. there are people that are into that, and we don't shame those people. Of course not, but you know, that's a some first thing business right there. Just saying. And so there, there was a very, Adrian needs to have you listen to the podcast where we had two other guests on here. That episode was a little wild, mm-hmm. but I appreciate that you just answered this question directly. You didn't ask questions. You didn't need to know any other details to this you didn't even need to ask why do i have a dildo inserted me to answer the question and this was just beautiful and i appreciate it and we're already off to a good start it's about improv it's the yes and yes oh. and adrian was sitting here the entire time making faces like he so disappointed but yet not surprised i'm asking this question but he should know these things by now i will ask the questions it's a revealing question. It is. It's a very revealing question. This is how you really get to know somebody's horoscope. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you call people campus unironically. So wait, wait, wait a second. And I, I, I hate to break into the love fest between you two. What does horoscope have to do with um, something that is resting inside of you and it falls out? I mean, what? What doesn't it have to do with horoscopes? I'm a Taurus, so that does not mean I'm going to carry a, uh, fat, you know, a phallic object even inside of me because it matches my personality or my sun moon resting in my anus or anything. It's just a, the, the weirdest thing. But, yes, thank you, Kevin, for, for definitely uh, indulging her in that. You really made her happy. And uh, yet disappointed me a little bit, sir. Yet disappointed me. Hey, as a fellow Taurus, um, I like to bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so, would you mind telling Ashley a, a little bit about you, you know, as the show progresses? Certainly. I am a fellow podcaster, um, one half of Cyril and Beer. Um, I'm a guy that's trying to escape the deep south. Um, I'm a California person at heart, but a northeastern man by habit. Um, I currently have a cat that's jumping on and off my lap. Okay, my question is, you're one half of cereal and beer. Are you the cereal or are you the beer? Depends on the time of day, for you see. My good friend and co-host lives in um, Japan, 
and I lived in America, so it depends on time of day. Usually it's um, cereal time for him and beer time for me, but you can switch that around if you want to get adventurous. I love that. I love that. Adrian, where have you been keeping this gentleman? I've been keeping a hiding for the past 20 years. He recently came out and we found him again and his show, Cereal and Beer, totally just annihilates the Out of Context podcast and the Walk Racy experience. So I figured <laughs> instead of uh, sabotaging his show, I'm going to bring him on mine and just uh, make him my own, assimilate him. So, you know, you know to make him a uh, part of us. So he'll never want to go back to Cereal and Beer. Nothing personal, Kevin. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Your, your show? Ooh. Your show? Our show. Oh. Your show? Our show. Fine. Our show. I'm allowed her to I say that. am so upset right now uh, that you had the audacity that Out of Context is a your show. It is an our show, sir. This show wouldn't be here without me. Ooh. And she's modest, and that's one of the things I love about her. You know, she, you know, and she, you know, she's my bestie, and she's very modest about a whole lot of things. So uh, nothing really gets to her. So, and yes, it, it is. It is our show. To be fair, we should have a lot of stuff. <laughs> it sounds kinky. Let's do that. Right. So yeah, I'm so I'm so modest. I I sign my name anonymous. <laughs> See, this is why we love you, Kevin. This is why we love you. Um, I think of him as just a friend. You just, uh, just ruin it, okay? Just ruin it. What? Oh, oh my goodness. Now, now, Kevin, Ashley did have a topic of discussion. So what we're going to do is uh, she'll bring up a topic and she'll kind of pitch it, you know, to around the room, whether call our name, you know, stuff like that. So, Ashley, what do you have for us? I'm curious because you came to me with a topic. So. I did, but you're, like, dictating how I'm going to dictate this. Well, like, I'm going to go around the room and stuff. It's just, it's just conversation. I'm not going to be like, okay, A's turn, B's turn, C's turn. It's we just going to talk. We'll over-talk with each other. Uh, we'll interrupt. We'll say, you know, order in the court, and it's fine. But as, as I'm saying this, what I wanted to talk about today was inconveniences, which is it can be things that you see as an inconvenience, that you notice other people view as inconveniences, whether it's stupid, it makes sense, or it's just something you just cannot stand. Uh, for example, off the bat, inconvenience, mosquitoes, I hate them. They have no point in our, in anything. They are just very annoying and they bite you and they take your blood and they are just very uh, minuscule vampires that do not sparkle in the sun. So what is their point? They're inconvenient. Another one, for example, is when you, when, you know, you work at a store and the store you work at requires you to ask people for their driver's license to verify their age. And people get so mad about that because it's such an inconvenience to them and they get so mad and they take it out on the poor minimum wage working person who is just trying to get by and they have to ask the question, not because they want to, they want to get yelled in the face, but because they're told to do that. So uh, I will turn it over to Kevin because, you know, because you're our special guest. So by all means, have at it, sir. Inconvenience. I like to think of the essential human needs as an inconvenience. Sleeping. What the heck? You want me to spend eight hours a night doing that? 
and I can't even do that. You're setting me up to fail. You, it's just ridiculous. Come on, human body. You should be able to be robotic. And eating. Eating can be fun, but it's so expensive. And the cooking, and the cleaning. Oh, don't even get me started. Again, robotic life was much better. And, um, let's see... Eating, you know, drinking is not, drinking is the same ridiculousness. And, um, yeah, a lot of the human condition, condition is quite in, you know, inconvenient. It is just so super annoying. Oh, plus CAPTCHA. CAPTCHA is stupid. They should do away without the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trolling us, Kevin? Are you really trolling us? <laughs> Well, what are the inconveniences you have? I'm curious here as we're just <laughs> going down a rabbit hole. I also like to think of um, ample holes. You need to walk around, bam, there's a gopher hole. Or there's an anthill, which is just a raised hole. Fire anthills are bad. Inconvenient. <laughs> See, you just totally blew away what I was going to say, because what I was going to say <laughs> just... Totally, you just totally annihilated me. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, do you have any more before I go? Any more before I go here? Yes. It's their holes. <laughs> you had me blown away, my guy. And I was so confused until you said, like, go for holes and something. You, you have to start with that and not say animal holes because, you know. <laughs> Some people might get, you know, the wrong idea of what you mean by that, sir. Well, you know, dog farts are no fun, too, so they come from a hole. <sighs> I love you, Kevin, so, so much. Love you, too. That's what I said. See, I think, I think Ashley's just afraid of love. It's okay. When you open your heart, we'll be waiting. Adrian, <laughs> disconnect this like we went from a good like good standpoint to now like i i want him off he's off he's gone he's fine i, I don't even want to hear i don't even want to think about cereal and beer ever again and yet they'll be all you think about you'll be having a dream about having like a pbr and fruit loops actually do not like beer well i don't really drink so <laughs> Your logic makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's out of context. <laughs> <laughs> good, see, huh? Good. Anyhow, now, now see, my, my my little idiosyncrasies does not even compare to Kevin's. Thanks. So, yeah. So mine's gonna be horrible. Uh, my basic one is just over-explaining. You know, just, just over-explaining everything. We ask a customer, you know, hey, how are you doing? And they give you all this extra information that pretty much means nothing to you. And, you know, you know so how's it going? How's your day? Well, my wife left me and, you know, my, my, you know, my dog hates me and stuff like that. And all you're thinking about is, I don't care. Just ask a simple question. How's your day? I don't need over-explaining going on. Um, another one is uh, people who just want to be just a different center of attention. You know, you're going to a gathering and you see Becky with her titties hanging out and wanting attention. And, you know, that just totally kills the whole thing for me. Um, and also, you know, people getting upset, just like you said, Ashley, over just simple business policies. You know, you, you know your ID, you can't have beer after two, you know, 2 a.m. You know, don't park in a handicapped parking space. It's just like, you know, like little simplistic things like that to really get the best of us. And it's really, really annoying. 
And also, I'm looking here, and uh, I see uh, that uh, Dakota is logged in as well. We can also add him on because I'm breaking the fourth wall here. Um, Ashley right now is talking crap about us behind our back, of course. So this is just... No, you. Not Captain, you. Oh, wait. Uh, well, I only got like 15 minutes, so we can do a tag team. <laughs> the old switcheroo. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, you were the old razzle-dazzle. Um, <laughs> and of course, Kevin, just, <laughs> I just give you the, the heads up for, for our show here. Once again, it's just rather, rather random. And the noises that you hear is Ashley texting her people back and forth behind us because, you know, her uh, ADD kicks in and she kind of loses interest in the show, even though she calls it her show as well. So it's... I, no, 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 that's not what it is. Okay, so I really do have an attention problem, but it's not that I'm ignoring or anything. It's I keep my... I can be focused as long as I'm doing something else, if that makes sense. Like, I can... I can't just sit still and listen uh, to Adrian or anyone talk, it, I have to be functioning. So if I'm doing something else, uh, I can perfectly like pay attention and focus on what we're talking about. I mean, our last recording, I was literally playing a video game and I was full, full center. It, that's just how it worked. I need, I need to do something to keep myself busy while doing something else to keep me to pay attention. And of course, this is this is what we do on this show itself. So, Kevin, uh, actually, just uh, something for you. Um, this is now your third podcast you've been on. So it's like, so what do you yeah. think of this? What do you think of this whole experience so far? It's been a good time. Each one its own specific flavor, like a Neapolitan ice cream, and you want to get it all together. You know, just one thing. That's just a wasteful experience. You know, you got to sample things, you know, you got to, it's like, again, being an ice cream store and being a pain in the butt and sampling it, like 12 flavors before you choose one. <laughs> now, Neapolitan ice cream, I have not heard of that ice cream in many, many years, and I never liked it. I mean, I would always eat like the strawberry and a vanilla. I never touched the chocolate because the chocolate really didn't taste like, really didn't taste like chocolate. What does it taste like? I don't know. It. I, I mean, I mean, it's like... It's like when you when you drink Kool-Aid or you drink some kind of like Kool-Aid substitute, you know it's not Kool-Aid, but it tastes really bland. The Neapolitan chocolate tastes really bland. You haven't had a right Neapolitan then. Probably. Yeah. You gotta go to a nice place. You can't just go get some like Briars with a with a, a W. Yeah, you you gotta get like a really good you know, you might have to spend two dollars more than the, than the store brands. But you gotta get some really good ice cream because you clearly have not gotten the right stuff. Well, I mean, I, I used to eat Briars. Um, you know, in my younger years, my mother would buy Haagen Dazs, and she'd buy Briars, and she would tell everybody she tell everybody not to touch that. That was her own personal thing. You touch her ice cream, she'd kill you. But as I got older, I'm like, okay, figure I'm high class now, so I can eat Briars, and it just really wasn't the same. I mean, you know, I lean more towards Dairy Queen now than anything. I actually literally have to go out and get ice cream. I really can't buy the store-bought stuff. It's just really not the same. Have you considered making your own ice cream by purchasing an ice cream machine? I'm not that wealthy. I'm not really that I, I, No, I'm just saying because for someone that's so critical about ice creams, uh, you know, you can always make your own. I, I, I wouldn't know how to. There's the internet. They get an ice cream maker, and it's very common that they would come with instructions, and mm -hmm. you read the instructions, and then you do. Do you have an ice cream maker? 
I don't because I'm not much of an ice cream person. Kevin, are you an ice cream person? I like ice cream, but I don't want to get fat. It's you trouble. You can't get fat, Kevin. You're you're in shape. You oh. cannot get fat. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> but no, um, I am fat. You, you are not fat. You're fun sized. Please stop it. <laughs> the 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 people have a conception of you, and and, and you're not fat. So you're, you're perfectly fine. Have you guys seen the movie The Whale? That's me. The, the whale. The whale. What is a whale? <laughs> you you never seen you, you you never seen The Whale, Kevin? No, man. What's that? Uh, Ashley, go ahead and take off on that one. Uh, Brendan Fraser. Uh, he was in a movie. Uh, he won like an Oscar and all these awards. But basically, he played as a really, really big old dude, and mm. he went through like a lot of stuff. He was basically an asshole, and they're reconnecting with his daughter, and among other oh. things. You have you have to watch it. But basically, you know, it's called the whale. Um, I, I don't want to give away spoilers or anything about what the meaning of that is, but I was just comparing myself to a certain character in that movie. Hmm, that sounds nice. I also thought it was so people were so mean to Ben Frazier when he started gaining weight. Yeah, people no no the people no one was really mean to him. Like the internet backs him. I haven't seen anything mean towards him. Like the internet's just been on his side. Like I, even for me, Brendan Fraser, you you cannot hurt this you can't hurt this man. Mm. Like we will come for you. Uh-huh. And that favorite. So I have to, so I have to ask you, what do you think? Let's um, see. I want to try to keep us on topic, but that's not really going to happen. So I'm not going to make a feeble attempt to, because I see the look on Ashley's face, and I know she's going to, you know, go for something else, totally different. Mm-hmm. And plus, I'm waiting for. What? It? I'm sorry, uh, Kevin. What was that? What? What an inconvenience. <laughs> what an inconvenience that I am to Adrian. I mean, you hear this. You hear it here first, folks, as Adrian likes to say. First, this is his podcast, and I'm just at a huge inconvenience to him. I mean, clearly, this is a segue of Kevin replacing me on the Out of Context podcast. I've been aware that this was happening over the last several weeks. The more that Adrian's been talking about cereal and beer and mentioning Kevin, and I'm just like... I'm being replaced. This is what it's like to be the middle-aged wife, uh, and here comes the the trophy girl coming along. First, she's just babysitting the kids, or maybe she's the tennis instructor. Next thing you know, she's in the house, and you're out of the house. You see, that's a boring movie. You gotta mix it up these days. You gotta like have a true love triangle. You know, usually it's just a love like. I don't know. It's more like a love chain. What people prefer love triangles. They don't do it right. Like love triangles. I don't. I don't take that vibe. Uh, it, either it's drama, or it's supposed to be funny, or it's the classic. You know, for you know, romance readers, it's two two guys after the same girl, and they're pining over her. And I'm like, I I just I don't vibe with that. That's it's just yeah. not me. That's why people should just like let go of old ideas, such as monogamy. It's inconvenient. Listen here. <laughs> I know perfectly. You know something, Adrian? You need to do an episode with Kevin and Jeffrey at the same time. I feel like they could really get down with these types of conversations where nothing means anything. And 
Well, I mean, so, if you, well, I mean, I mean if, you, if, you, if you really get down to the bare bones of it, I mean, monogamy is something that's made up. Because in the grand scheme of things, we're just animals. You know, I mean, animals that, all, you know, animals that are just meant to procreate and to just move on to the next and to the next and to the next. Um, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. If we're going to compare ourselves to animals, no. So by all means, with monogamy, I'm not for the whole, because like marriage and stuff was created through churches or whatever. Um, monogamy is also a biological thing. Because if you're going to compare ourselves to animals, which we technically are in our own way because we're our own species, there are animals that make for life. Um, so again, if there's people that are into polygamy, uh, being worth more than one partner in their lifetime, all that stuff, that's the, I don't shame that. That's your choice. I like to think it more of like the, like being a territorial trait. Like for me, I know I'm territorial. I'm not a toxic, jealous person. It's that like if my husband comes home 20 minutes late, I think, oh wow, who was your girlfriend? I I, I don't do stuff like that. But I am territorial where I don't intend like if my husband's ever like, hey, let's invite someone else into our home. I'm like. Okay, we're inviting Jesus because that's who you're about to meet right now. Um, it, so I think, so the whole monogamy thing, I don't see it as a human construct. I get, like, the term itself is, uh, I see the, the marriage thing more something that's created by human beings, but monogamy where you have, like, the one person, it's a considered mate for life or one person at a time. There are plenty of animals and species that do the same thing. Okay. Kevin, your thoughts on that? There are, and there are others that do not, such as various primates and, you know, and great apes and, you know, like, I don't know, like big cats, little cats, you know, dogs. And I like to think that humans, we are of great variation and we are able to be more than one thing. We can make that choice beyond other human constructs such as culture and religion that try to make us all one thing but, exactly you know. i i don't i don't disagree with what you're saying um because it's all for me it's all everything's about choice i mean i've had partners before my husband and so it's not like oh i would one person they'd be the person. so regardless if you have multiple partners if you're the type that's into just open relationships there's a whole different budget terms with that so are you, so i don't disagree with you with that um if you don't mind me asking um are you are you atheist or um well i would say so because um i read a book that said like if you are just call yourself an agnostic then it's like a percentage are you saying it's 50 50 that there's a higher power and there's not but atheist is a little more committed and so i guess for lack of a better term atheist but i'm just open to ideas too i see that's very interesting because i am agnostic i uh i just don't buy into religion i i don't see into it i don't see the point well like to the point profit money of course and but uh, I'm agnostic. It's not like a 50-50 thing for me. It's not like, I want to take my chances. I want to flip a coin on my deathbed and see what's real, what's not. It's more of because my mind cannot begin to comprehend of all of existence. Uh, either you look at the, a, like a, a point of view of faith, like religious purposes or scientific purposes. Because I can't explain how cells work. Um, how we know things existed millions of years. I, I can't comprehend all this stuff. So for me, it's because I cannot comprehend nor understand everything that there is in creation and the universe. For me, and there's things I just can't explain. It's not the whole, 
oh, it's a guy with a beard in the clouds. It's, I'm open to the idea that there could be something that we just haven't discovered yet, that uh, our minds have not been open to yet, that we're not, that we just don't know about or understand or anything, or just, there is just nothing. We just simply exist and that's it. We're just, that's it. So that's my point of view for myself agnostic. It's not Mm -hmm. 50-50. It's just, it is what it is kind of thing. I like that. And having said that, I must depart. I wish you both well, and I apologize for the sudden departure. Oh boy. Was it was it uh, my breath, Kevin? What was it my breath? I mean, is something I said? No, it's more like my breath. I gotta brush my teeth. Okay, sweet. Okay, go take care of that, <laughs> All Kevin. Right. <laughs> I'll take see you, brother. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. So that was Kevin. You popping in to say hi to us really quick. Um, but to piggyback on the monogamous thing and also the religious aspect of it also, you were right. Um, they do have some animals that do made for life, like penguins, for example. Um, they, Fawns. Yeah, well, that too. I'm just using that as an example. Um, but also, in, you know, in like the lion territory, um, you know, a lion will come in and slaughter the babies to make a whole new, you know, like to make a whole new tribe, for example. And of course, a lion will still go out and still mate with, you know, like mate with all the other females. But once again, I just think the idea of monogamy is, is a totally made up thing. And, and also... So, I'll continue, sorry. Uh, and, and of course, also religion is mainly, is mainly just a construct also. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have faith or ideal about something else that's out there, just like you said. Because, you know, the age-old question, where do we come from, why are we here, stuff like that. But there's just so many different aspects on, you know, on, you know, on human psyche. And you know, what we to believe is true versus what's really true, we just don't know. And, and, and you think being with, hypothetically speaking, just one person for the rest of your life, that's something that was taught. Um, because when it comes to biology, if I can talk properly, um, you know, we are just on this planet to procreate and just keep and just keep moving. So I don't think so. That's where it goes back to the whole monogamy thing being a human construct. That's where, I mean, to an extent, I just don't agree with it fully. That's where I go with the whole marriage thing because marriage is supposed to be you know you're together, but um, in the eyes of God and whatever else, and this is the person you're meant to be with your entire life, no matter what, and. Uh, so that, for sure, is a human construct, but the whole monogamy thing where you're with one person, like, there's, you you can be with one person your entire life, or you can be with multiple people, you can be with two people at the same time, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's just, because uh, scientifically, it's procreation, um, you know, to keep life moving, you know, species need to procreate, they need to mate, they need to, you know, produce offspring. And it's the whole, like, hey, this is someone I find suitable to, to be with. And that's where it's open to, you're no longer suitable for me. You're no longer a suitable partner uh, or mate or however you want to look at it. I'm going to find somebody else. And then there's those that's like, I can have multiple. And because I just don't see myself being with one person. And there's nothing wrong with that either. It just goes back to... I just can't see monogamy as a full human construct thing. It, I think it's looking more into the marriage idea that is a human construct, but monogamy, it's it's only in I think in the eye of the, of the beholder. Mm-hmm. It's if you have if you are close-minded and thinking, I 
can only be with one person and that's it and I will not be with it that's that's a little bit more closed-minded um it's being aware of what you're of what you want it's because it's what you want not what you're told to do or or what is expected is what is personally what you're wanting to do and that's all there is to it yes of course you know it's it originally goes back to the, the male species is you know is here to spread the seed and you know and of course procreate because uh, technically a woman can have one child per year whereas you know you know the male species can impregnate over and over and over and over and over again so mm-hmm. i can see because once again i've been taught you know growing up that monogamy is the way to go you find one partner for life and you'd be happy with that you know but then as you get older and you keep an open mind and you discover things as you go along you start to question things now me personally I'm conditioned to want to find that one and only. And that's something psychologically that I will do. You will find that one and only and, and just do it that way. You know, um, spreading the seed, I've had my time. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> but I really think that... You never know. You never know. No, I really, there, there can't be more than just one of me running around. I have that one and I'm good with that. Um, but I mean, I truly think just, you know, spreading the seed, that's, that's one of the main focus, you know, of life and creation. This is why we're here because why else are we here? You know, other than just to procreate, you know, like take over, expand and just keep on evolving until something else comes along. You know, I mean, we, you know, we are the proverbial dinosaurs now until something else spawns up and takes over and we just keep on going. I mean, pretty much, um, tentacle monsters. Or next. I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to bring that up somehow. You started this before we even started recording. Um, we don't even know. We don't even need to give people context. They just need to accept it as it is. And they're going to wonder what did they talk about exactly before they start recording. You'll never know. You'll never know. You have to subscribe to the Patreon that doesn't exist yet to hear about something that was never recorded. So be on the lookout for that in the future. Tentacle porn, people. Tentacle porn. But yes, to... You're not even doing way too much. Doing way too much now. Sorry, this is where I am. You ruined it. You destroyed the mystery. You gave away the illusion that I just created, and you gave them what they wanted. It's a spoiler. It's what I do. It's really getting more subscribers. Uh, I mean, what's going to be the point of us doing a Patreon in the future if you're just going to give away everything? Well, we do start to be. When we do start the Patreon, we're going to have just off-air conversations that will just blow people's minds, but we'll hit record and just change gears and start talking about something totally different, you know, and you have to pay on the Patreon just to hear all the stuff. Anyway? Oh, yeah, good point. I mean, remember, before we hit record, we went through a whole big to-do about, you know, making sure everybody sounds right and people were just, all our sounds were off and it, it was tremendous and we could have had a great time having people hear that. But we can't do that because we have to, you know, have to be on the ball when we record. And if only we could share what the conversation we had prior to starting this, which we are not going to, uh, you know, talk about, because we want to have people left in suspense. Uh, they are, you're always going to wonder, even on your deathbed, surrounded by a whole bunch of people or no one, and you're just going to lay there and think, I wonder what that conversation was that they never told us about. That was very interesting and hilarious and was just newsworthy. Possibly it could be trending on Twitter, but we cannot share it. It never will be shared. Um, And that's all there is to it. So going forward, 
how about that sports team? Am I right? Absolutely. The sports with the ball and the kicking in the goal thing. Yes, it's just, just tremendous. And also, just to mention that, something funny is I was never raised on sports. Never raised on sports. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, my, my dad watched sports and stuff, mostly football, of course, but I just never got into it. Um, I mean, the typical, oh, because you're a female, just, I, I, I don't know, I get too bored. Yeah, I really can't do too much with it. My hobbies are, are just not sports. You know, I'm a very boring guy, as you yawn on camera that people cannot see. So that just tells me I'm boring you half to death already. I, the day is winding down. I am getting tired. I was very hyperactive for the last hour of when we could have been recording, <laughs> where the first half an hour was just you and me talking and not recording. And then another 15 minutes of technical difficulties and then starting to record. And then because technical difficulties, we had to stop and then start over. So you lost like a whole hour of energetic, hyperactive, super crazy, give the people what they want type of Ashley to where now I am dwindling down. I am yawning. I am, I'm drinking water. I still have half a glass of my Malibu and pineapple juice drink. And I'm just, I'm just getting tired. I'm getting sleepy, buddy. Well, I mean, in the beginning of the show, I mean, you're doing cartwheels. You're having a great time. I mean, you're singing karaoke and, you know, we just can record something like that. You know, now the audience have to listen to our just mindless dribble for the next 10 to 15 minutes and just, and just really, really enjoy it. It's just, this is just, just I know, it's just, it's just horrible. It's so horrible. So we're going to apologize in advance if this show wasn't as great as the last week's show. You know, no, talking about... I apologize. Our... No, 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 no. I'm going to interrupt you again. That's what this episode is. Me interrupting Adrian, and he hates that, but I'm going to keep doing it. Um, there's no apologies. You're listening. You know what you're listening to. We're going to have our up weeks. We're going to have our down weeks. We're going to have our very crass episodes. We're going to have our very boring ones where Adrian and I are just so out of touch because we are exhausted from dealing with human beings for a whole week. So you get what you pay for, and you didn't pay for anything. So you're going to get exactly what you get. So we're just going to tell them, just let it happen, like a roofie on prom night, just let it happen, accept it, lie down, and just take it, because you paid good money for a good show, and you got this for free. And just think, all the shows that we do are just amazing. And on top of that, I mean, I mean you really can't take us too seriously, because this is Right what... out of Bill Cosby's mouth. That's racist. That's truly racist. How racist? Because I'm black. Bill Cosby's black. How can you say something like that? What? Okay, fine. Okay. Fine, I, all, eat, fine I eat jello pudding pops. Fine, I'll admit that, but that's as far as it goes. <sighs> that's just, see? That's just pure racist. Anyhow, I did have a thought, but you just totally ruined it. Oh, and you mentioned something, about, you mentioned something about death. There we go. I'm bringing it back now. So, when you... <laughs> When you do punch your ticket and go to the other side, would you rather be surrounded by your loved ones or would you rather, you know, just die of some kind of cocaine-fueled, you know, drug-induced coma? Uh, for me, it's honestly the typical die my sleep thing. Because I am, I, I mean, I'll admit, I'm terrified of death. I am terrified of having a painful death, especially where I realize I am dying. Like if I'm going through pain, like drowning or burning alive or I'm being stabbed and I'm bleeding out. Uh, and I have between seconds to minutes of pain and experiencing it's all I know and then bam I'm dead and so it's like I'm aware I'm dying and I can't stop it it's it's very scary and terrifying so I have that big fear of dying in ways like that uh so I would like to be go in my sleep 
Uh, with talking about surrounded by your loved ones, I really don't have that many loved ones. It's not saying it to poor me, pity part. I don't really have much of a family. I only have so many people I can call good friends and I, I say I'm close with. Um, I, I don't plan on having kids. Uh, all jokes aside that Adrian's going to want to bust out. Um, but uh, I'll be happy with just being with my husband, honestly. Uh, I... I I want to be selfish and say I would like to go first because the idea of me living without my husband is like terrifying. But I would hate for him to be the one that finds me as well if I were to die first. So it's very confusing and it's something we cannot control unless you choose to take it take yourself out, of course. Um, so it is what it is. I try not to think about death too much simply because I am afraid of death. Uh, it's terrifying. If I could choose to be immortal, I would. I would totally. If in the ways that I could continue to be rich and live a good life and not be poor, I'm gonna be immortal and poor. That's gonna suck. <laughs> see, I always thought, you know, just the same thing, doing the old-fashioned thing, you know, like being in my deathbed, whether it be at home or in the hospital, being surrounded by family and whatnot. Um, the older that we get, and it's really bizarre because I was always terrified of it. And I remember in high school, in my um, sophomore year of high school, we were in a German class. And there was some Mayan calendar thing, and they're like, oh, the world's going to end in 2000 or something like that. And I remember being a sophomore in high school, just had my mind blown because I was so just freaked out by it. And I'm telling my German teacher in German, I'm like, I have so much more to do. I'm just a young kid. And year 2000, you know, I'll be this age and stuff like that. And my German teacher, Frau Buckout, very, very tall German lady, looks at me with the most calmest tone, and she goes, when it's your time to die, you'll just die. Telling this to a, to a 16-year-old kid, you know, it's, it's, it was the most surreal thing that burned in my skull for many, many years, and now that I'm at my ripe old age of 47, I'm like, okay, just let it happen. It's cool. <laughs> you know, I lived a full life. I'm good with it. You know, but, of course, I'm not going to um, go down in the blaze of glory or anything. That takes way too much effort, and uh, I don't have enough money to buy cocaine or drugs or anything or prostitutes. I'm just going to, you know, lie in my bed surrounded by, me and my son and my family and just be totally fine with it. I think it's kind of, I mean, the idea of dying alone, but I just want, I just wouldn't want anyone to have to witness me pass away. It can be very traumatic. Uh, I get, like, there's so many shows and movies and stories where it's heart-wrenching, but it's also very loving to be surrounded by the family. Well, these are people that are witnessing you alive and then being dead and then your body changes like very quickly it's you because your your heart is no longer pumping uh the blood stops flowing very quickly and your skin becomes a very much very much lighter and gets cold and this starts happening uh, i don't want to say fairly quickly but quickly enough um and it can be traumatizing some people maybe if they weren't super close but are they are but it can be very traumatizing so i wouldn't want anyone to witness that for me um i i, w I mean it's nice to know that in my moments that, that i'm conscious and aware i would like to not be alone and have somebody with me but the moment like it happens maybe no one happens to be in the room so i don't know um I guess the, in thinking about that, it puts me in the perspective of like when my dad passed away and not meaning to bring up a very old pop, yeah, subject I keep bringing up, but our personal experience. Um, when, like before, before my dad died, uh, this was a couple of years prior, he had a heart attack and I was in the hospitals 
you know, staying the night in the ho- his hospital room. And I remember waking up sometime, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. You're hearing the typical, all of the sounds the machines are making going wild. The room being filled with nurses and doctors yelling at each other to, like, to do this, to that. Um, and I'm, I'm covered, I've covered myself with a blanket because I don't want anyone to think I'm awake, awake and get me out of the room. And the only thing I can hear, well, besides all the stuff, but the one voice that was mostly popping out was my dad. And as my dad just said, it was the only thing he would say. It was, I don't want my daughter to be in here when I die. I don't want my daughter to be in here when I die. Like, get my daughter out of here. I don't want her to be here when I die. And he said that over and over. And that stuck with me. And, you know, then comes to when he passed away. Uh, I stayed with him until the very end, just about. And it happened to be the one time, like, I just want to go to my house for a couple hours, and I'll come right back. And I was only, like, five minutes away from where he was at. And he passed away to walk on, and I, I hated that. But at the same time, there's a part of me that's kind of glad I didn't witness it, because there's so many times I would wake up in a, in a chair on the spot and see if you're still breathing. And it was my memory of my dad saying, that would die with me in the room. And I mean, however you want to explain it, it's coincidence or it means something, but the fact is that he was supposed to die within a couple of days prior to when he actually died. Uh, I like to think, if I just wouldn't leave, there's a part that's like, I'm not like here. I won't do that to her. But then fast forward to witnessing the body, it's my father who is always very tan because he's worked out in the sun his entire life. And you see him very white, uh, like my skin tone, which you know, but, you know, um, and then he's cold. Like, you know, I gave my final kiss, forehead, touched him, all that. But it was very traumatizing. And I don't want anyone to have that with me. No, and for me, of course I can make the jokes, you know, because I'm black and something like that happens, I turn pale to a pretty awesome sight. Um, but I just want to, yeah, it's a go out the old-fashioned way. Because, you know, I don't want to do anything extravagant, anything weird, because what if I don't die? <laughs> you know, totally just be screwed up or broken bones and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting. You know, the old-fashioned way works for me. Because, once again, I mean, the older I get, the more I have an understanding, you know, on life and, and, and death and whatnot. Because when you're 46, which would be soon, um, you're going to just, you know, see things in, in a totally different light. Old joke, I'm fine. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. I'm not, I, I'm not to get too dark and macabre, but, yeah, you know, just, just me laying in bed, you know, with my son and, and family members surrounding me. And I would have to say something really silly, you know, like to make somebody laugh, you know. You know so yes, I don't, you are, my friends. Yes, that too. I would do that. I would say to you, my friends, yes, you are my friends. You know, this is my last breath. <laughs> and I always thought, to put a capper on this, once I do pass, that you just kind of hit the reset button like a, you hit the reset button like a video game. And you just start all over again. You know, not... not... I... I just want to put it in a little tidbit here, mm-hmm. uh, going off of like your final moments, and I just want to be the person that says the very last thing before you, you drift off, and I want it to be a really, really, really bad dad joke. 
So you mean to tell me I'm gonna waste my final breath just giving a deep sigh from a bad dad joke? It's gonna be like, ah. and people are like, oh wow, he just sighed. And they're like, oh wait, that was literally his dying breath. Yep, he sighed from <laughs> Ashley's dad joke. My family's gonna hate you just when un- with an undying passion, no pun intended. But yes. Oh yeah, they'll hate me. It's fine. It's fine. I'm. I, it, I'm like, listen, you know, Adrian would have wanted this. <laughs> that was his wish, and I gave his wish to you. You're welcome. Go, I'm leaving the room now. Go back to um, the three shows after Out of Context. Episode 36, Section Q, Minutes 37, second to- Seconds 16, and you'll hear him say the confirmation that, actually, I want you to be present in my final moments, and you cannot let anyone speak when it's close, and you will utter the corniest was horrifying dad joke there ever is and that will be it i'm not going to tell you when i'm hospitalized i'm not going to tell you not going to broadcast it nothing i don't want anybody contacting you when it's that time if you walk into the room i'm pressing the morphine drip and i'm pressing security because i'm just getting you out of here because i know what's coming and you're going to have that shit eating grin on your face Going, I'm here, Adrian. Feel the love. I'm here. I feel the love. You're gonna sit down next to me and look at me. You're gonna make a joke. I'm gonna have to just to try to mouth and get her out of here. You know, yeah, before... I will actually show up wearing the Grim Reaper outfit. I would love to do that. I want to show up an hour late to my own funeral, with a note on a casket that says, "Sorry, I'm late." I can't wait till my birthday later this year when I turn 30 and I have my funeral themed birthday party. I want someone to show up as a Grim Reaper. My fun. I think I can do that. I mean, I think I'm black. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. Ooh, and I got an eye roll. Thank you, folks. I wish you could have saw that. I got a tremendous eye roll. Black joke. Nailed it. That's what she said. That, well, nailed it too. Anyhow, we're not going to talk about that. So. As the show winds down, we have just been through so much in this hour show. We went from religion to monogamous to death to microphone issues to everything in between and also ice cream on top of that. So, I mean, this show has... And gas station dildos. Every show is going to have the gas station dildos. I just... No, not every show. It's coming whenever we have a new guest. I feel so bad for the new guest. The next that, is, that is the tradition right there, sir. Well, I mean, one of my goals is to have um, a guest that helped design um, the Walker AC Experience uh, website. Um, my, uh, my good friend, Katina, I want her to be on the show because she helped design the website. So listening to her stories, it should be interesting, especially you and her going back and forth. So that's going to be quite entertaining on top of that. And also, next show, we have to do it. We have to bring back the Pick the Porn because we haven't done it in two months now, two, three months. And see, I think our fan base actually missed that. So we'll have to bring that back on people. So You need to bring new ones because I feel like you are circulating some of them. Oh, I have a new list of uh, movies okay. I'm going to surprise you guys <laughs> with. And if you get angry with, and I have to include Becky in it also, and you know, maybe Dakota in it too, so... <sighs> as, 
the end of this month. The end of this month, and we're gonna we're gonna have a new um, uh, pick the warrant game show. Yes, we're gonna have to. As this show comes to a close, before you get more ADD kicked in, any good words before we close up shop? Before, before your dad joke. We're not, we're not ready yet. Um, first of all, you can find me on Instagram, Majestic Nerd Lady. That's the only place you're going to really find me that I'm willing to accept a friend request and conversate with complete strangers on the internet, on the internet despite my parents telling me for years not to do that. Um, but I just love how you and I chatted earlier today about what the topic for today was, <laughs> and we only chatted about that topic for less than five minutes, just about. And I, to be expected, um, I feel like if this entire episode was just you and me, we, it could have been very possible because you and I can really get into these conversations and eventually drift to something else, but we'll get some good ground on what we'll initially want to talk about. But we brought in Kevin. And I actually got to have my 15 minutes with him for a change uh, and get to actually talk to him, which he's very fun to talk to, um, even though I feel like he's going to replace me at some point. Uh, I'm on my, on my guard. I do not trust him. Kevin, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I know you can't see me, but you can hear me. Feel me staring at you. All right. Now back to business. Uh, anyway, um, so but still, it's fine. We kind of talked about inconveniences. We can always talk about stuff like that again. But I liked how we kind of dabbled into a few things here and there. Uh, it was very interesting. I would love to talk more about uh, religion, like what we like. It can be a dangerous episode, which is fine. We have those. We we've had those before. Uh, I would like to dive more into like our belief systems, uh, what we do, what we don't, um, reasons, anything like that. I would love that to be a future episode. It will probably be a serious episode. It won't be crass. Won't be jokes. But it is an interesting topic that I enjoy talking about to both people that have the same or a similar perspective as I do, or someone that is, you know, has faith and they are part of religion. Uh, I like having these conversations, not a debate, but just a conversation to see perspectives. I'm not trying to change someone else's mind. I don't want them to try to change my mind. It's just us talking about our own beliefs and then that's it. So it's very interesting. Yes, uh, just a little amuse bouge, a little sample. Um, I grew up Baptist. Yeah, I, I grew up Baptist. Uh, I was um, baptized. Uh, we went to church every Sunday, and being a little kid going to church was the most harrowing experience ever because you would have to sit there still and listen and listen some more and. You know, when you're watching an old lady jump up and freak out and twitch and everything and listen to more songs and everything of the sort, and you had to sit there for seemingly just maybe an hour and a half, but to a kid, that was an eternity. And as time went on, um, we converted over to Christianity. Um, everyone converted to Christianity except for myself. Because when I became a teenager, you know, being a teenager, you know everything, you question everything, and I just don't understand um, what was behind Christianity and um, being having the idea of being born again. And I heard a joke from a comedian. He's like, okay, you know, you have sex with somebody you shouldn't have the night before, so you're born again. Can you be born again and again and again? Can you put this proverbial white out on your life and just try again? And what is the purpose of being, what is the purpose of being born again? You know, you're baptized originally and now you're wiping everything away and starting all over again fresh. That's something I never understood. Not that I'm 
making fun of it or poking fun at it is just a mainly of an understanding of what it is. So as I got older, I so. read. Uh, I read a little bit, so bear with me. <laughs> I read a little bit more on Christianity and and stuff like that. It just wasn't really my thing. It didn't change my faith. It didn't change my ideals. It's just that I did not feel the need to go to the you know, church anymore. So you know, that was my thing for now. A little taste of what the next episode is going to be about. So. I was going to say, you just brought up like the entire half of the episode uh, where <laughs> well, we were going to get our intros, like do the intros of like our, like just our background, what we grew up, mm-hmm. how we grew like what we grew up with, uh, what maybe events in life changed our perspectives. Oh, excuse me, hiccup, uh, to where we are now. And you just like, how dare you? How dare you? Uh, I, was, uh, people, I was over here like doing hand chopping motions <laughs> as uh, staff. Pat, do not stop, do not pass go. And I was going to grab my watch, but I realized it's on my kitchen, uh, not kitchen, my bathroom counter. But I was going to wave it. And like, if I had an Oscar wrap it up button, I'd be like, well, that's like my guy. Like, don't give away what you want people to listen. And now you just gave them like the first half of it. My, my God. My oh, God. no. Trust me, there's a whole lot more to it. So that's why I give that little sample piece for, for next week, because there's a whole lot more to it. And it will be entertaining. It'll be frustrating. Who said it's next week? Who said it's next week? We said it in the future. We didn't say next week. You don't know what's next week. You don't even know, sir. Okay? Uh, we could have a get, uh, another guest um, next week. We don't know. Like, we're lately, we've been doing a lot of guests. Um, and it's been a while since you and I did our own show. Well, not a while. I guess, like, two episodes ago. Mm. But we've been having a lot of guests. And... Normally, when you have guests, things do go off rails more than they should, which is a very fun episode. But if we're going to have a serious episode, I feel like it's going to be one with you and me, and we'll talk about something like this. It may be next, the next episode. It might be the one after that. It might be six episodes from now. We might forget and not talk about this for two years, but you won't know. So people, you're going to have to keep listening to this, and you're going to have to tell your friends to, keep, to listen as well because so they can keep an eye out for you for, like, it's one of those times that – you're in a coma or yeah you're in a coma or you've been kidnapped and you've been imprisoned for a long period of time and then you come out and they're like hey they had the episode you're like oh, when and like i've been listening for you and this is when the episode was so don't tell people when we're gonna do an episode sir keep them waiting you keep them guessing so i so i do have a question for you if i if we get kidnapped is there gonna be candy in the van I don't want it to be candy. You can entice me with candy. Animals? Fluffy animals? Yes. But Especially I mean... dogs. Especially, or mini cows. Um, but mostly dogs. I freak out. I will be in a car by myself, and I'm driving, and I see a dog. And I'm just like, oh, look at this. <laughs> And I break out into the baby voice hardcore, and I have no shame. So... No shame. So people, listen up. If you're going to steal Ashley Majestic, pull up in a white rapey van and have uh, like little puppy dogs. And she's all yours, folks. And let me tell you why you don't want to do that is because you're going to get very sick of me very quickly. Yes. They had, to, they had to think about disposing my body and how to get rid of me. Um, it, it's just it's going to really take up a lot of your time. So look, just don't do it at all because, again, you're really you're just inconveniencing yourself more than me. 
because me being kidnapped, especially by an attractive bearded guy, was honestly like a fantasy. I don't want to do that. I don't do it. I don't want this. Well, I mean, and plus, I, I, mean, I have no shame. <laughs> plus, not a whole lot of people is gonna capture a forty-seven-year-old black guy. So, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of just out here just that's flapping the in the wind if that's the case. So it's, you know, it's like, hey, sir, you want candy? Oh, never mind, never mind. You're too old for the van, the rapey van. Oh, okay, let's. Any candy? Any cotton candy? Any, no, no. Okay, I'll just keep on walking. Damn it. Oh, that's how you know you're too old is when you walk by a couple of Catholic priests and they don't take a second look at you. It breaks my heart. I have so much to offer. That's how, how you get very modest very quickly. Or humbled, I'm sorry. Yes, I know my limitation. You know, I mean, even you know, even Father McFeely doesn't want, want me anymore. I feel so rejected. Story of my Father life. McFeely. Story of my life. And speaking of stories, you can find us <laughs> on 22 different platforms. You see what I did there? Slide it, sl slid it in there. 22 different platforms. Okay. I knew you were going to say that. And uh, our subscribers are looking a little bit low here. So go to uh, walkerac76.podbean.com minus the www part. Just walkerac76.podbean.com. Subscribe. You know, get, you know, you know, get our algorithms up. If you want to get a podcast to listen to for an hour, choose us because we're fun every single week. You never know what's going to happen. <clears throat> also, a special thank you to Kevin Yu of the Cereal and Beer Podcast. Look for them on uh, Spotify as well. They do a show once a month. Him and Jeff, they are good, good people. Don't be jealous, Ashley. We have our own thing here. It's special. It's very special. I am not jealous. It's just you seem to be promoting your friend's podcast more than you do ours lately. And most us, most us. And the people that are not subscribing as much, if we're losing people, however, I know where you live. We track IP, We are tracking your IP addresses. I am looking through your window right now. I have a whole other screen of security of seeing all of your windows. And to be frank, you, that one person in your room with the light, nasty. Hey, you, Jimmy, put some underwear on, okay? I don't want to see that flapping in the wind. And it must be cold in there. But anyhow, I digress. So, uh, yeah, as this show comes to a close, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to try not to put my head in my hands, and uh, I'll turn it over to you. Are you sure about this? No, but uh, it has to happen. It really has to happen. Uh, the final moments of the podcast where we're gathered around, and any moment now, the podcast will be over, gone, dead, until it is reborn next week. And in these moments, we must say our final words. You know, to make sure they hold and they process meaning. And those words are more of a question, not a question about life or the if your existence was joyful or meant anything to you. The question being is, what does the sign on an out-of-business brothel say? What? Beat it. We're closed. Good night, everyone. There it is. Good night, everyone.